Welcome to the Never Settle podcast. My name is Mel Clark and I am passionate about helping people realize that settling for second best is no longer an option and that everyone deserves to live the life they truly desire. Hey guys, today's episode is with the lovely Grantley Clapham. Grantley used to be a serving officer in the British Navy. He's been a property entrepreneur and is now a coach. And today we're talking about seeking the truth in these weird times that we're in, pandemic, COVID-19, and all of these so-called conspiracy theories that are out there, which we actually believe to be the truth. A bit controversial today, but I hope you enjoy. Okay, so welcome lovely listeners. Um, today's podcast, I have the lovely Grantley Clapham. Um, me and Grant Lee know each other um, as quite a few of my podcasts have been up to this point um, through, we met through the online education that we were both learning. And um, Grant Lee's uh, a good friend of mine and we both have, we have quite a few things in common, including being seekers of the truth. Um, and that all sounds quite dramatic, but um, obviously we're in strange old times um, and through these strange old times, there's been a lot of stuff that's come to light in terms of what's happening in the world. And I know Grantley is very much into um, absorbing that information. So I thought it'd be really good to get Grantley on. So I'm gonna introduce you now and say, hello Grantley, thank you very much. That's okay, an absolute pleasure as always, Mel, always. Oh. Um, so, so yeah, so basically, obviously we've been sharing some content and stuff. And I think from my perspective, um, there, like you said earlier, we were having a chat before we, we came on. Your class is a conspiracy theorist, but we don't believe it's conspiracy. We obviously believe it's the truth. Um, but there are so many people that believe what the media is telling them and what the governments are telling them. And we don't, you know, we, we know there's another agenda at hand. And um, yeah, we've had some backlash and people think we're off our heads and all the rest of it. So I just thought it would be good to get you on and have a little chat about it, really. So so how did you how did you sort of get into learning like the stuff that we've been like watching and, and reading about? I think for me, it was just. Um, like you can see over the years, I, I stopped watching mainstream news properly um, you know, years ago because I realised and it was an interesting, it was kind of a bit of a, a light bulb moment, which I hate that expression, but it was a bit of a light bulb moment where, where someone said that you basically get exposed to more hate, murder, rape, genocide, you know, crime, all the negative aspects of humanity. Um, but before you've even got out of bed in the morning by checking the news or checking Facebook, you know, first thing in the morning, than someone who was born a hundred years ago probably got exposed to in their entire life. And and the, the effect that has on your your mental well-being and your happiness and your general state as a human being is quite significant. So I kind of stopped uh, watching the news a while ago. I watch it for more kind of interest purposes, just to see what's being said and what 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 kind of is going on in the world. But rather than actually watch it as a consumer of, you know, really interested in the news and, and to find out all this good stuff. So um, for me, I kind of noticed over the years a, a real degradation in the balance and the, the objectivity of the news. Um, there were certain, you know, 10, 15 years ago, Channel 4 News was probably the best in terms of like it would do, it would, you know, tell you the news here, 
it would give an opposing view over this side. There'll be a bit of debate, you know, they get an expert in on this side, an expert on that side. And then whoever was, was you know, doing covering that story would then say, this is what we think. And, and but you would be left to your own, you know, your own common sense, your own intellect and your own, you know, perception of what you think the reality is to make your, you know, whichever camp you lay on. That seems to have completely disappeared now uh, in, in general, where you're basically, we're just being pushed news. We're being pushed as a consumer of it without any balance, without any um, you know, opposing views. However strange and crazy the story is, there's always two sides to every story. There's always opposing views. It's just the nature of the universe. There's going to be opposing views. Um, and that seems to have disappeared. So from that respect, um, there's been a general degradation, in my opinion, of course, a general degradation of that. I think with this whole um, the pandemic and all the other stuff in recent times, the, the, the race riots, that, that object, objectivity is, is absolutely zero now in the mainstream media, you know. Um, and then I started to see people who were sort of speaking their view, and it wasn't conspiracy theorists, it was, it was you know, eminent um, surgeons, virologists, um, people who work within the NHS and, and other healthcare professionals, just saying what they thought. And then suddenly you saw them get deplatformed and, and censored on YouTube and Facebook. And then I thought, whoa, this, yeah, this, this isn't right. This, this is wrong. We need that objectivity. And it's not people scaremongering. It's not a danger to people. People make up their own mind about how they, they, they perceive those views and what, what camp they fall in. And to see that censorship. And an interesting thing about freedom of speech and freedom of the press, censorship always occurs after the point of delivery. You know, if you... If you start, or sorry, the, the actions or the, the repercussions of that occur after the point of delivery. The whole point of freedom of speech is you can say whatever the hell you want about whatever subject, whether it be something benign or whether it be insightful, you know, inciting kind of racial hatred or, or terrorism. You still have the right to say it, but after you've said it, then you bear the consequences of what you said. So these, you know, um, people who want to say anything, if they go out on open forum and say it, then they accept the repercussions. But you don't censor people before the event. You know that that censorship and suppression. You have you know the courts and and the the legal system get involved if you say something that incites rape, racial hatred, for instance, which is absolutely wrong. Um, and you should be punished for saying things like, things like that. But you still still have the inherent right to say what you want. Again, that's a very controversial subject, and I'm not by any means advocating any form of 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 that kind of um, extremist views. But the whole point of the whole freedom of speech is that you have the right to say whatever you want. And that, in this case, with all the, the pandemic and a lot of stuff that's going on in the news at the moment, they're censoring before the point of delivery. That Someone says something they think you know, is a bit subversive, therefore they're deplatforming them and taking their voice away from them completely. And that, to me, just sat really, it just did not sit comfortably whatsoever. So then I went on a bit of a mission, really, just to get people to, to wake up to this and, and have that, that light bulb moment and, and actually look at, look at what they're being told by the mainstream media maybe ask some questions of themselves and i'm not saying people should stick their neck out and start you know spouting their own rhetoric you know that's not what i'm saying at all that's that's their choice but just to be aware uh, and exercise a bit of common sense a bit of intellect onto what they're being told and then marry it up with the situation they're experiencing uh, and that's the thing i find with with a lot of this um is the information that we're being fed doesn't necessarily match my my personal reality and and that to me needs needs highlighting and people need to maybe look at their personal reality in terms of you know 
infection rates and mortality rates and, and all the other things that are going on. And actually, what is this matching what, what BBC News are telling me? Is this matching what I'm hearing on CNN? And, and if the answer is no, then to start asking those questions and say, well, is what I'm being told the truth? Uh, and if it's not the truth, what is the truth? So why, that was part of a little journey into this, really. And um, yeah. yeah. So, so why do you think it's being said? Wow. Do you know what? I have absolutely no idea. Um, there's a lot of conspiracy theories around, some very dark ones to do with, um, you know, smashing of paedophile rings. There's some crazy ones out there. Um, uh, and I, I, to be honest, I, I wouldn't even like to speculate at this stage. Um, I'm not sure I even really kind of fall in any particular camp on that because it's such a crazy situation we're in at the moment um, that, that it's, it's, it's almost uncharted territory, isn't it? We're, we're almost going back to the, the days of communism and, and the rise of uh, fascism in Germany, you know, in terms of the suppression and, and the, the control of the media. Um, but then we don't know the reasons. Uh, I'd like to think it's for, it's, it's for a good reason somewhere. There's, there's some really good conspiracy theories, but in terms of um, that actually, you know, that actually good, a good reason, they were actually distracted away from something, but, but that something is, is to actually sort out some very negative and nasty aspects of our, of our society. Um, well, we may have well, been well, in this space, really. Uh, there yeah. is something weird going on with my sound. There's definitely something weird going on. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of stuff coming out about um, paedophilia that very, you know, very prolific, um, you know, that's, that's kind of leached into all areas of, you know, royalty, the government, you know, um, famous people, all sorts. And, and there's a lot of anecdotal evidence coming out from a lot of different sources. There's interesting looking at the mainstream media as well. There is starting to some, some of this stuff starts to trickle out into some, you know, little news stories on the on you know BBC News website. Sometimes you get these little stories coming out. They're not hitting the main news, but they're starting to trickle out. Um, if that is the case, and it is smashing this huge, you know, paedophile ring, I suspect it's a bit of desensitisation because if you suddenly break a story like that that involves you know people's you know famous people and people that have been revered and, and looked up to you know for generations. Um, then that could have a really significant impact on society. It could destabilize society if, if, if this comes out in one big bang. So maybe there's a bit of desensitization, just planting seeds to get people into the idea that this may be true. And then when it does come out, you know, it, it's not a sudden shock. It's, it's a, oh God, yeah, we, we thought this might be happening, you know, which, which eases that kind of transition into that, that thought or that way of, way of looking at people, you know, because you are essentially, you know, turning on on their head, people who, who you know, role models for kids, adults, whatever. And uh, I think that that's a very it's it's a big, it's a tinderbox, isn't it? And we saw how the the whole race riots blew up. Yeah. Um, and, and we don't want the same. We don't want to suddenly get the truth out, but the, the actually saying the truth in, in a certain way causes more destabilization, more deaths, more carnage, more chaos than than actually suppressing it in the first place. So so that's my my thought on some of this, maybe, but. But again, that, that's speculation on my part, really. I don't, I don't know by any stretch of the imagination. But can can I just ask what the sound is like from me to you? Can you? Uh, do no. I? Yeah. No, you sound perfect on this end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's something weird going on my end, but so I'm just hoping. Oh, your northern accent, of course. But yeah, apart from that, <laughs> <it's fine. laughs> um, yeah. So okay, so you 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 sort of talked about um, famous people and and all the rest of it, role models. Well. It's already happened, hasn't it? That's, you know, Jimmy Savile and people yeah, like yeah. Rolf Harris and all that. So 
that's not new news. Um, well, I think it's more of the extent, isn't it? It's, if it's pro if yeah. as prolific as, as some of these conspiracy theories, I don't like to call them conspiracy theorists, that again, they're truth seekers that have been labelled, you know, labelled into that camp to, to kind of debunk and devalue their, their word. But but yeah, if it's as prolific as, as people are saying it is, then, you know, it, it's eye-watering. It, it's it? unbelievable. I mean, I, I was looking at something the other day and I saw Richard Branson's name mentioned. Wow, Jesus. And I was like, you've got to be joking. Um, no, I really hope it's not true. You know, I really no do right. hope it's not true, to be honest. You know, but. I mean, Oprah Winfrey has been mentioned right from the beginning and like, She's been a hero to me um, yeah. ever since I was young. You know, I just... lot. She's probably been a hero to every single single female who's been aspiring to make something of themselves. You know, out of the out of the mundane nine to five. You know, and actually actually break out. So yeah, Jesus. I mean that, and that's what I say. It's that destabilization effect of of crushing people's dreams and hopes and aspirations. And and you know, if you take away these role models in one foul swoop without without easing people into that mindset and you, you're going to cause massive problems not just social social problems but you know you're talking about mental health depression loss of purpose all that other horrific stuff that comes with you know things like this it's absolutely eye-watering isn't it it is i mean and and just for clarity i think like when i started looking at this information it it was all a bit confusing and a bit conflicting and, and some, yeah. somebody was saying one thing somebody was saying another and like you said you know the um, the researchers that came out with the um, stuff about the actual virus itself and how yeah. none of that made sense. And then, then as we sort of got further down the rabbit hole, if you like, then it was like, oh, right, okay. So I, I, th I think we need to be a bit clearer on here because some people listening to this might be like, what the hell are they talking about? So, yeah, <laughs> so, um, so basically we believe that there is this deep state cabal illuminati call them what you want and it's it's 13 families is my understanding and they basically control everything don't they they control the media they own the media they own hollywood they own the banks they own the pharmaceuticals they, they own everything um and certainly in america it's a lot worse than the uk in terms of um there's a an organization called monsana monsana is it mm -hmm. And it's all about genetically modifying food and just taking away any any. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff around that, isn't it? Like the 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 you can only farmers can only plant GM soya, yeah. for instance, and they actually yeah. get face face huge fines and, and potential prison sentences if they're caught, you know, actually um, planting natural, you know, organic soya beans like crazy because yeah. there's a monopoly. The big the big. Um, uh, big agricultural, you know, consortiums have got got you know monopoly on on certain things, and I think a lot of this stuff. I mean, it's it's it is very out there. For me, I, I always like to get some element of truth, and I think the the way I always look at it is to follow the money around the connections. You know, look at the connections between these people. If if someone in in you know the State Department is is, is mandating this, then you look at his connections and suddenly realise he's got a connection to you know a big pharmaceutical consortium, or he's the head of. A governing body to do with you know pharmaceuticals and you think well hang on a minute that's 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 much yeah. that's, no, that's nowhere near beyond arms arm's length is it that there's 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 complicity in there isn't there and um and uh you know and you look at it and it just stinks absolutely stinks but it's all in plain sight that's, that's the crazy thing and i know for some reason we've all been desensitized to it and and we just accept what's happening and um 
I think as a generation, we've just, we seem to have just lost the fight in ourselves. I, yeah. People just seem to roll over and accept their, their situation. And that question, and that, that's what I find really difficult to stomach. And I've always been a bit of a fighter. I've always fought against a little bit of authority and, and pushed back a little bit when I think something's not quite right. Mm. And there doesn't seem to be many people around these days. And the younger generation, are, I think, are even more complacent than, than, than I am and, and you are. And you know our generation anyway, and um, it doesn't. There doesn't seem to be that fight anymore, that spark, and it's just. It just seems a really dangerous situation that we're just, and um, just having all our freedoms and liberties nibbled away. Yeah. And then suddenly we, we wake up one day and go, oh my god, we can't even go to the shops now without having carrying papers around so the police can do spot checks. And you just feel. I feel like we're heading into that that communist state where. You know, there'll be two societies. There'll be the upper class society that have got free reign and have all the money and the control, and then then everybody else who's living under the thumb of of you know an oppressive society. And you know, it's bad enough now. If you get on the bus, you have to wear a mask, and even if there's no one on the bus, and and uh, irrespective of what your beliefs are around that, and whether you think that's harmful for your own health, and um, yeah, it just it just seems very. We're just under a very controlling and dominating environment at the moment, and uh, which isn't in our best interest, as, as we know. And no, no it, it's so hard to, it's so hard to work. You know, I've got friends that, you know, they, they, they're just like, you know, I talk about Donald Trump because um, it seems to be that he's an absolute legend with all of this. And because he's portrayed as such a buffoon in the media and that they've been going, gunning for him since he got in, even before yeah. he got in. And I saw some footage the other day, actually, which made me laugh. Um, where you know on the run up to 2016 there was people being interviewed tom hanks was one and um, yeah 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 a couple of others and they were like there is no chance Trump yeah they were just laughing basically laughing weren't they yeah because yeah, it, it was supposed yeah. to be rigged for hillary to win and i don't know how they did it but they you know trump got in and they must their jaws must have hit the floor yeah and that's really interesting i mean like he's like, it's it's again it's the suppression of news it's it's the deciding what you're subjected to like a few months ago he um he basically transferred the federal reserve uh, into the treasury like the federal and that that to me that that's that's news of the decade you know that that is taking control back because the federal reserve was never owned by the government it was owned by a bunch of very high profile influential families and the Federal Reserve have always held the government to, to ransom, basically, because they, they control the, the, the currency. They control the monetary, um, all aspects of, of the, the, the monetary aspects of the US. And um, for Trump to basically do a land grab and, and sort of, you know, grab it all back and suck it into the Treasury. Massive news. I didn't hear a thing about it anywhere. No one's talking about it. Um, but by all accounts, um, China have now... Um, uh, finally disbanded all of their um, communist um, party now and have now returned to a federation. When did that? that, that well, well, yeah, exactly. And uh, I haven't actually checked the, the validity of that, but I've heard it from a few different people now that that happened in the last few months. That's not hit the news. Even if they were thinking about doing it, that's mainstream, that's main news, that's isn't it? Really that's really massive. Yeah. That's massive. That's an end, end of a communist... Um, End of a whole company's wrestle with a mechanical regime, yeah, you know, nothing. But we're quite happy to talk about Grimsby and it's, uh, you know, how many new cases it's had and that hit frontline news. You know, it's, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. And I think, you know, I think if it, if all this stuff is true, you know, and again, I can't put my hand on my heart and say it's all definitely true, but it's certain there's enough 
information coming out from enough independent sources with the same story that that kind of alludes to the fact that, that there's there's you know it can be corroborated that way it's a bit anecdotal at times but but if this is all true and it's all being suppressed it's criminal it's absolutely criminal you know and, and you're right it's the point behind it what is the point why, why are we suppressing this why are we suddenly focusing on all the fear all the negativity all that you know submissive you know that the news that, that causes the, the nation to be submissive and, and you know frightened and, and just bend its knee to every single you new, new policy and new new law and new um i don't know whatever act comes out without any question without any fight and you know without any balance of views it, it doesn't make sense but yeah i guess time will tell won't it you know you mentioned the new generation you know even being even more complacent than than we are the thing is and, and i was watching or reading something the other day and i was like well that makes sense so you know like all of this stuff that's in place um so like i was watching uh something about um when you're when you have to register your birth um there's two birth certificates one is in capitals your name is in capitals i might get this wrong but which basically means you're a corporation not a person you're a dead soul um and then the second yeah, i've heard that before actually i've not looked into it but yeah, yeah and the second birth certificate then is you don't even know it's been printed and it goes off to the government and then they can basically trade on you um and earn a lot of money on you you know for years and years and years um but so all of this stuff that's in place that we just take as the norm was all you know invented if you like christ knows how many years ago decades ago maybe hundreds i don't know 100 years ago whatever and because we're born into it and we don't really do our research and we just accept it like you said this is just yeah. the norm and we don't think we've got any power then they've been able to nibble away at our freedom yeah. and, and even Basically though like like you're like a zoo animal born in captivity aren't we at the moment yeah, we're just it, born into it that's that's our social construct that's the framework of our reality and um and if it decides to move us to a different cage you just move to a different cage you don't think anything of it you know whereas if you're born in the wild and you get captured and taken into captivity then you've got that awareness of what's beyond the cage you know and um i think that's where we we are at the moment i think you know a lot of the um social media has got got a lot of influence in this you know i think a lot of the the, the kind of the, the entertainment industry in terms of you know people more interested in love island and, and all that other rubbish than, oh, yeah. than actually what's actually going on in the world you know i think that's got a lot to do with it you know for our generation we grew up on you know two two or three channels on tv four if you're really lucky and you're living in a valley you know and um so you kind of i suppose that yeah, I might I'd say this. I don't want to, you know, devalue any any generation or any particular person. I'm just saying it's it's just the nature of how people grow up and the environment they grow up in, isn't it? Um, you know, some amazing people who are who are, who are you know, uh, whatever they call the generation. I forgot what they call Generation Z, whatever. Was no, it generation? No. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. That, that are really fighting this and, and you know really standing up, which I think is very brave because. We get to our age, we don't really care about what people think of us anymore so much, do we? Like, you know, but I know for, you know, when I was in my sort of late teens and early 20s, like what people thought of me was the whole world. And, yeah. you know, people that age to stand up, I think is absolutely commendable, you know, to actually put the head above the parapet and say what they think. But, you know, irrespective of what people then come back to them with is bloody, bloody brave. But um, I think on the whole, that, that 
just society just seems to be dumbed down now, isn't it? We've just sort of lost our spark a little bit as hum human beings, you know, and I think... And the other thing it's is... It's really sad, I find. But. Yeah, it is sad. And, and that's why people think we're bonkers, because, yeah, they, yeah. you know, they haven't, you know, they've just accepted it. And they, for, for whatever reason, there isn't a desire in them to try and... Uh, so I should ask questions, yeah. Yeah, and, and there's, t there's been times when I've been, like, consuming the content and thinking shit the bit is this really real you know this seems like a friggin hollywood movie what i'm reading right now it's like um, Truman, isn't it? yeah it's, and but then i was watching a, a two-year-old russell brand was being interviewed by alan carr chatty man mm -hmm. um it came up on my youtube yesterday i think and um so i just watched it and it was like russell was talking about the illuminati two years yeah. ago you know, and we've been hearing it, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce are mentioned as part of it and all that sort of thing. And it's it's like folklore. It's like, oh no, that's just a myth. You know, that's that's how it's treated, isn't it? It's just, and you were talking about the, the generation that have been absolutely bombarded with social media and everything. And, and I was thinking, because like my son is 21, he's into all the, um, you know, crap rap, as I call it, you know, all the stuff that, that's, um, how it is today you know we i in our generation it was boy bands wasn't it they yeah. now well got, not me but you maybe yeah oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah so they've now got you know all of this sort of um sort of grunt i don't even know what it's called but you know what i mean and, yeah. and there's and then you find out that there's a lot of subliminal stuff that's going into these um songs and then in the yeah. videos you know there's all this symbolism going on and lady gaga's been mentioned and people like that and it's like you don't stand a chance, you know, unless you've got the brain to think, oh, maybe, like you said, go and uh, experience the wild for a bit. Yeah. Um, you just take it and you just accept yeah. it. Music's really interesting, actually, because years, I mean, I just think like, um, I guess I'm really old now, but, but going back to things like Pink Floyd and The Wall, you know, that, that, was, that was them fighting the, the system that was and the whole punk era and, and all that was all fighting the system. There doesn't seem to be through music that fighting anymore you know music was always the medium a medium in which people would like stand up against the government and say their thing and Sexy. you know and, and get all that angst out and and that that's gone the other way now by what it seems to anyway it's uh it doesn't seem any of i might could be wrong because i'm not massively uh on the pulse in terms of music these days but okay, you know years ago you know in the 70s and 80s it was all that was it wasn't it that was that was their that was their re reaction to the government and the, the rules and the, the oppression and that's how they spoke out but yeah it doesn't seem to exist these days to me right. not to me anyway you know you're absolutely right yeah. i can't even think of anyone yeah. in today's world yeah. you know in, in the younger generation anyway that's 20 it, years ago you could have rattled off all of them i mean even to the point where oasis and blur they were they were still quite anti-establishment weren't they and yeah did the hell what the hell they wanted and you know you had rage against the machine and all that the other ones they just you know said their piece and that, none of that's here well, whether, i'm sure they exist but but you know it's certainly not on the mainstream. We're saying you won't hear them on Radio One and all well, the other stations people listen to. Yeah, I mean, my son. I, I sort of I've been trying to feed him stuff, and he's like, he did watch David Icke, um, and he did find it interesting. But the other stuff, he's just been like, "Mom, just leave me alone." You know, I'm not interested. All that. And then I had a really proud moment. I think it was yesterday or the day before, and. Um, I was like, morning. He's like, morning. He said, I had a bit of a late night. I stayed up watching conspiracy theories. I said, oh, did you? 
And um, so he, what he'd been watching was um, apparently, so um, the Earth's core, mm-hmm. um, he likened it to an apple, you know, like you've got holes through the core. Yeah, so, yeah. And he was talking about these underground tunnels and not, okay. not underground tunnels, but like we know, but, you know, proper into the Earth's, um, you know, core, basically. Um, and he said, apparently there's really tall people that live down there and everything. I said, well, I've heard about the giant people, you know, that were- There's all sorts of uh, skeletons that were dug up, especially in Central America. Yeah, yeah. North America, of people yeah. who are on average, at least over eight foot, eight to 15 feet tall, and they have all sorts yeah. of- Yeah, yeah, and it's been but still, you, if you said that to somebody that- they'd yeah. like, shut up. Um, but yeah, it was on about, and then apparently it's quite- quite fertile down there and all that and then he starts talking about he starts talking about mom did you ever hear about the two green children that were found and i haven't and i keep meaning to (laughs) yeah apparently they just turned up out of nowhere um one of them died and one of them i think is still around so i keep meaning to google it yeah look i think it's really interesting actually about your son because that that that's exactly what you what you want i mean that's my purpose is to plant seeds i'm not there to you know, plant rhetoric. I'm not anti-establishment necessarily. I'm not anti-government. I'm not trying to incite, you know, any anything really. I'm not even trying to incite a movement. I'm just trying to get people to look at the truth and actually ask questions and 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 bring people forward that way. I'm trying to keep it in a, a very positive and and you know high vibrational um, aspect and not get dug down into the real kind of dark conspiracy aspects of it. But I think a lot of these things, you plant seeds, you say these things, people go, oh, yeah, you're nuts, granny, whatever, yeah, you're just talking rubbish, you know. Yeah. And uh, funny, someone said to me the other day, actually, because um, I was saying about the, I do a lot of things tongue-in-cheek, you know, I say, well, you wait in six months, you know, you'll be watching the Queen on trial or something like that, you know, for drinking yeah. the blood children. And, <laughs> and say things like that, and, and they go, yeah, and they, and they said, um, granny, see, I always thought you're, I always think you're intelligent, and, th- and then you say something like that. And I went, oh, no, 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 you're coming from the wrong perspective intelligent and you say something like that you know so which means you should believe at least listen to what what people say and and but i think what happens is these seeds get planted and it's all about people's um, perception of reality and their their framework and their and their kind of um you know almost like their comfort zone or things they're really knowledgeable about like might be for instance it might be the financial markets for instance and and you say all this stuff and they go, ask a lot of crap. Yeah, whatever, granny, just nuts. You know, you, you need to get a life and go out more and all that. Yeah. <laughs> and, th- and then something will happen in, term, in, the, in terms of, oh, have you lost me? Am I still there? So I froze for a bit then. Um, but something will happen um, uh, and they'll, they'll read something that's very familiar to them and they know a, a, about a subject they know a lot about. So for, for, for instance, it might be the financial markets. It might be that thing where Donald Trump has assumed the Fed into the, into the Treasury. And then, and then they'll suddenly think, well, I never heard about that. And they'll, and they'll then look into it. And that's what sets people on their journey, is when something that they are very familiar with, it's within their framework of reality, their, their kind of framework of what, what they think the world is, is, that gets kind of smashed. Um, and then they go back and think, well, all that other stuff, Grantly, all that other stuff Mel was saying, maybe there's some element of truth in that. And that's what sets people on that journey. So I think for us, for, for me, certainly, I'm just all about planting seeds in people's heads mm. and getting people to, to question. And when that, put that, when that light bulb moment happens, whether it's now or six months or 10 years down the line, then they go on that journey and they go, hang on a minute, this doesn't all add, this, something doesn't add up. And, and if, if the media are lying about this, what else are they lying about? Or if they're not, they're not showing me this story, 
what other stories are not showing me you know what other news is going on in the world that we're not being told about and and that to me is the um that to me is the the, the kind of key to all this really so um yeah i think if we can do that then you know a it keeps our conscience clear that we've we've at least fought the good fight yeah and for me i want to be able to tell my kids when all this comes out either i had the humility that i was completely wrong and i i stuck my paw up and go yeah i was wrong i was just full of rubbish i was going down a rabbit hole or i fought it i stuck up i stuck my head above the, above the parapet and, and i said what i feel and what i feel to be right and 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 that's it i'm not in any kind of righteous indignation at the end of it but but just that i had the guts to stand up to it and i think that that for, for the children is a valuable lesson that you stand up you accept whatever ridicule you're going to get whatever hate and anger and and response you're going to get from people because they're going to be both they're going to be people who think you're awesome and say yeah right yeah or people who go you're flipping nuts and then get angry and there'll be abusive people who will call you every name under the sun um and everything in between but you, you accept all that on the chin and um and, and you, with a clear conscience say why well, I, I said what i needed to say because it was my truth and and you fight your corner and i think if you can display that to your children rather than just be you know a sheeple as they call them and just you know be a drone and roll over and just accept everything that's going on whether it's good for you or bad for you or whether you agree with it or not i think that that's that for me is, is what I, it's all about really yeah absolutely um you know th th there's two rules of thought isn't there like do what we've been doing and sharing the content and, and take the ridicule or yeah. do nothing <laughs> and and you know some people would say well look there's no point because the people that are asleep for want of a better phrase they're not they're not going to take any notice anyway but like you said i i've kind of been where you are it's planting those seeds and yeah. you know it's it's putting it out there for those that want to digest it for those that don't don't yeah. you know um so it's yeah like covid death certificate thing you know i've been saying from day one as soon as i heard about it that you know they're they're they're, they're putting covid on death certificates when covid had nothing to do with the death they died they may have died with it but they didn't die from it yeah. you know that's a massive distinction you know you might have coronary heart disease that you or, or, or latter stages of alzheimer's and you catch covid and you pass away that doesn't mean you died of covid you could have had a cold you could have had a you know you could have banged banged your thumb with a nail you know it's a that doesn't mean you died from it you know and and there's a few people i know who have um like firsthand you know know in the first person now which is which is where generally a lot of this stuff will, will come from um, who've had first-hand experience of people they know who have died and COVID's gone down on the death certificate. And that, that's a really awakening moment for them because they've gone, hang on a minute, this isn't right. Because it's, suddenly it's happened to someone they care about and it's in their sphere of, of, of influence. And, uh, and then they go on that little journey of questioning everything. And, but this is what's interesting. And I've had a few discussions with a lot of people about this. Um, the whole way that media is being suppressed it worked in the 40s because you had no other means if you didn't read it in a newspaper or saw it on the, the newsreels um you know it you, you didn't have any access to it someone came and did a leaflet drop or you had some some subversive you know little pub little kind of um cottage industry publications that would go and do leaflet drops and, and things you had no exposures to the other side now they can't suppress every 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 aspect of the internet. You know, they, they can they can control Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and the mainstream ones, but there's a whole raft of other ones out there. You know, and news gets out because it's in, people record news is happening, and then yeah. gets posted. Yeah. And so that suppression of information is it, fine initially, but as people's experience contradicts that that mainstream view 
then that's when people start waking up and start people and people start questioning what's going on and that is happening you know people who i thought were massively unconscious just literally lived in their their bubble and no fault of their own it's not not any way degrading them as a person but just that's that's where they were you know it's all about getting up getting a job you know complying to all the whatever the government tells us listening to what's going on in the world because that's what sky news is telling them and carrying on that people like that are now waking up because suddenly their granddad um who died in a nursing home uh, alone because they weren't allowed to go and see him um has now had covid put down his death certificate when he wasn't even ill and they're going whoa i got a minute this is a yeah. right you know and that's the sort of thing that that is that is going to scupper all of this um this this fake news and and the the media suppression bit and it will be a trickle effect it'll be that you know one person wakes up and then two people and then four people and then eight people and, and that just takes time but you can st- i certainly within people i know i've started to see that happen now and i think in six months time we're going to be in a different situation altogether i think personally so you're right <laughs> planting seeds and, and just getting people to so when it does happen to them that they they kind of open their eyes properly rather than just dismiss it and you know Definitely. question 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 yeah so i mean the whole the whole inflating the covid numbers um again you know there could be two rules of thumb on that for me um i think in the earlier days of consuming this information it seemed to be that this was to get a mandatory vaccination out there yeah probably yeah um but but more recently i'm wondering because obviously that vaccination thing i don't know what's they, they've passed acts and all the rest of it but i know i'm pretty sure trump said it wasn't going to be mandatory in america no, he certainly said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what this country's view is, but no. So, but then the other the, the other thing I'm thinking now is um, is it so? So my belief is that the deep state um, released this virus, and um, w- with a view to putting the fear of God into the world and bringing further control in and being able to. Um, with this vaccination basically bump people off um, and sort out population and all the rest of it um, and more to it than that that's very simplified but then more recently i've been thinking it seems to be that the likes of trump and the actual good guys have sort of hijacked this to to carry out their own uh, mission which is to get rid of these paedophile rings yeah yeah so i'm still wondering because we're still having the you know the, the toll go up and they're still putting covid down even when it's not why i kind of lost my train of thought there but but why why is that still happening if if the good guys are doing what they're supposed to be doing and i think it's probably back to what we said earlier they can't suddenly do a massive reversal they can't okay. just suddenly like it's been you know fear 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 cases deaths da, 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 and then monday morning everything's fine like the sun's out you know let's just stop and i think that there's got to be it's all about desensitizing people and 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 um desensitizing is the wrong word actually it's it's about conditioning people to change and you know you get massive changes that turn their their reality on its head literally overnight Will, will destabilize everything people the economy you know society and you can't do that it, they, they've got a there's a duty of care for everybody involved in this at some whatever level whether it's a, a good and bad but you can't suddenly turn everybody's perception of what they thought was reality and what they thought was safety and you know what they thought was uh, their, their world they lived in and suddenly turn it on its head overnight and that'll just create 
I mean, I even want to imagine what sort of chaos that would create. Mm. So I guess that there's, there's an element of that going on. And, and you see, you know, say with Trump and, uh, I, you know, I've heard lots about him being a good guy and, and some of the stuff he's done is good. I'm still a little bit on the fence on some of that because, um, I, you know, I think it needs to come out properly to actually see what he's actually done. I think, uh, but, but yeah, I, I get, I've certainly seen a lot of stuff he's done has been, been good. I'm not entirely 100% convinced of his motivation behind it, whether it is generally for good or whether it's of his own personal benefit, I don't know, but, but I'd like to think it's for good. And, and I always try and believe in the positive and it's proven otherwise. So, um, so I'm, I'm happy to go in that camp for the time being. Um, and I think, um, you know, when, when it does come out, it needs to be done in a very controlled manner. Uh, how they do that, I don't know, you know, but, but yeah. it needs to come out is the point, you know. And, uh... Well, I think um, I think I'd like to sort of uh, take it into a bit more of a positive place. Now, yeah. again, again, this is conspiracy stuff. Well, if you want to call it that, but um, if we talk about a little bit about Nasara and Gasara, do you um, presumably you've looked into all of that? I, I do. I've not actually. No, no, I've not really. No. Oh, have you not? No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> you, know, you know what it is? No, I've got a clue. Oh, okay. Um, I never remember what it actually stands for. It's National Economic something, 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 and, and then it's okay. global, global um, economic. So basically, um, Gasara and Nasara are, um, is going to completely change our financial uh, system as we know it. Yeah. And it's, so, so the belief is, if what we're digesting is the truth, and actually, I do know a lot of this is the truth because it happened in the 50s. The military went into people's homes in America and, and stole their gold um, because the gold used to back the, the dollar. It was gold standard, wasn't it, originally? Yeah, yeah. Gold so, standard. Yeah, then each they dollar was backed by a, a piece of gold. Yeah. And they removed, the, they removed that and then they went into people's homes and stole the gold. Now, I know that is true. And even, even my friend's dad, who's a disbelief and thinks Trump's a twat, um, he remembers that. So... Yeah. Um, and then I've heard recently that they actually went to the Vatican and 65 plane loads of gold later, they've, they've taken the gold back, back to America. Um, and there's apparently also lots of gold reserves hidden away in places like the Philippines and all that. So because, um, and, and JFK um, was very close to getting this implemented. And of course, then he got shot. So it's basically a much fairer global system for everyone, whereby you're not having to, like how we live at the moment, you earn your salary, you've got to pay your mortgage or your rent and your food and your bills and taxes, the million taxes we've got to pay. And you've got a sweet FA left really um, to, to go and enjoy your life. So the whole idea of Nasara and Gasara is to pay everybody a basic salary, if you like, a basic income. Um, yeah. we, we can still all go out and, and work and be entrepreneurs and do whatever we want. And that obviously that money is ours. They're going to, um, so yeah, so they're going to pay a basic income to people. So the over 60s are going to be way better off. Um, there's going to be more benefits for the over 60s. Yeah. Um, there's, um, oh, just lost my train of thought. Um, oh yeah. So getting rid of income tax. Mm -hmm. Um getting rid of taxes on foods and medicines and things like that, but there'd, there'd still be a tax on things like televisions or whatever, you know, consumable goods. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 
so I think we've got something ridiculous like seven. I think we had something ridiculous like seventy taxes introduced into this country alone in the last, I don't know, twenty years or so. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and we we're both property people, and I'm being hammered now. Um, when they ludicrously have taken away the relief on mortgage interest, so I'm, you, you know what I mean. So I'm having to now yeah, pay a, lot, that makes, a lot more tax. It's a lot of properties now untenable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That needs to deal with stack up anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So so this Nasara and Gasara is is basically is all part of the big plan apparently, um, mm -hmm. which basically if it does come off, and I really hope it does. Um, can you imagine the impact that's going to have on the world? You know, this, yeah. this I mean, imagine if, you, if you're in a position in a, in, a, in a world then where your basic commodities, your food, your water, your heat, your light is all catered for exactly. free of charge. Yeah. Um, you can then choose to just live that existence if it's what you want to do without having to do anything else. Or you can go out to work to augment it so you can then go and spend, you know, do the, the kind of entertainment aspects of it. Or if you want to then still chase chase that dream and become a millionaire you can you can go down that road as well you know but actually it means you you end poverty you end homelessness you end you know starvation and hunger starvation. and, and yeah. poverty all that stuff um literally overnight and there's no yeah. reason why we can't do that and again it's classic i mean i don't i'm not i'm not by any means an economist and i don't understand the financial you know I don't have that that where for all to to understand the financial aspects too much, but Christ, if the government can suddenly start printing money to pay all these businesses that haven't worked for three months, you know, eighty percent of all their salaries out of nothing, then you know, to me it just doesn't add up. That doesn't make sense. Like, how the hell can they do that? But then they can sit back and watch people starve to death, and you know, kids kids not be, be fed, and and people, you know, whole families be made homeless and not give them a house. You know, yeah, how can, how can that work? Yeah. That question of are the government's looking after us, it's trying to look after our safety. Well, if it was, we would never have any homelessness, we'd never have any addiction, we'd never have any, you know, poverty and and you know, it's like these elderly people have worked all their life and then suddenly can't afford to heat their home in the height of winter and are freezing to death. Yeah. And oh, but the government's looking after us, isn't it? Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. But then they can suddenly print money and and suddenly I mean, I I even want to know how much money has been sunk into businesses and god knows what over the last four three or four months but that's the whole point is you plant that seed and you get people to ask their own questions they might go yeah whatever mel and then suddenly they'll you know a month later they'll be thinking about something and it'll it'll pop into their head and go oh, how, how, how is that working you know you know i don't know how it's going to work i mean i think we're 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 about to enter an absolute bloodbath of uh, of, of job you know unemployment and um, and god knows what and i think we're about to hit the biggest recession this planet's seen for you know flipping well, years, I think I don't know. I'm not sure, but I did think see how that, it's all yeah. going to suddenly, suddenly end in you know, well, Fourth of July, everybody's back at work, and then you know, come September, everybody it will all be fine, and we're just back to normal. And how, how's that? How can that be? You know, we've seen recessions over the years, and that's due to you know overspending and you know quantitative easing. You know, nearly destroyed us in 2009, didn't it? When when they they started printing money to get bail all the, the banks out of you know their, their stupidity and uh, and now we've done that on an absolute you know we've we've taken that that and, and done it a hundredfold, haven't we? You know, so there's a lot of head in sand at the moment, isn't there? People thinking, oh, it's all right, we're going to get back to normal by the end of the year. Come next year, we'll be all fine. I'm sure, it is going to be fine next year. Well, the I'm thing is, sure the thing is, without Nasara and Gasara, if that is true, um, then you're absolutely right. The session would be, you yeah. know. 
I've already heard that a load of um, big furniture suppliers like Harvey, yeah, Harvey's and Furniture Village and all those, they've already gone into administration. Yeah. Um, loads have. Debenhams has gone into administration again. Uh, Kath Kitson's gone into administration again. You know, it's, uh, that's just a handful. There's, there's tons of them. That's even, even looking at the small businesses, you know, the, the, the self-employed or the, you know, the tiny, the tiny businesses that actually, actually the, the lifeblood of this country, you know, they employ most people to your small life engineering companies or your small manufacturers and your small retailers you know independent retailers they're, they're, how the hell are they surviving yeah. well back onto the positive nasara yeah that's right yeah, yeah. it's going to talk us all out it's also going to pay off our it's going to clear all our debts as well that's the other good thing with it because my understanding is the way that we've been charged for mortgages and, and loans and credit cards and all the rest of it is highly, highly illegal. We don't know that because we don't. Well, it's money that doesn't exist, isn't it? You, you, you exactly. borrow money that doesn't exist and get charged interest on something that's not real. Exactly. Again, I'm not an economist or a financial uh, wizard, so I can't, I can't really comment on all that. But um, yeah, I mean, then there's something needs to happen somewhere to actually make all this. Half the world's going to starve to death. You know, yeah. or we're going to go into hyperinflation like like the um, like Russia did um, after uh, the war came down in, in the in the early nineties, where a loaf of bread is going to cost us six thousand pounds. You know, it's, mm. that's the other. Thing. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. To see how it goes, and, and there's got to, hopefully I put my faith like you. There's a plan somewhere to to actually sort all this out at the end of it, because uh, otherwise we're all cream cracker, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So. But I'm, yeah. keep, I'm keeping the faith and um, I see yeah, me too. I see good things coming. So, um, well, I think I think we'll probably close there. Um, thank you Perfect. so much. Um, it's, been, it's been really enjoyable, actually. Grantly, if people wanted to uh, find you, how can they find you? Uh, probably on Facebook. There's not many Grantlys around. Um, yeah, but you can follow me on Facebook if you want to connect. Um, Happy to talk about stuff. I'm, I'm all, all happy to engage in, um, you know, the other side of it. If people think that actually what I'm talking is absolute rubbish, then that's fine. I'm happy. I'm not going to waste too much time going around circular arguments, but I'm happy to chat to someone if they want to find out why I think these things, you know. Yeah. And a lot of people think, you know, that we all fall into this camp of being relatively, you know, intelligent uh, with a bit of common sense and, um, you know, normal people and, um, uh, and have some slightly strange, far out views. Um, I'm happy to talk to people about why why I've fallen into that camp and um, and the reasons behind it. And again, yeah, just happy to talk with anyone, really. So cool. So, well, I'll put it in the show notes, but it's Grantly Clapham. Um, Facebook's probably the best best way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time That's today. Okay. Pleasure as always, Mel. Yeah. Yes, it's been lovely, and um, see you soon. And I hope, uh, listeners, that you didn't find us too bonkers uh, and perhaps you've learned a couple of things so um, yeah, just just keep your eyes open really and just question question what you're being told versus what you actually experience in reality is is probably the bottom line i think from my point of view you know and then if that doesn't if they don't marry up then ask why yeah let's start your own little journey and and find your own truth absolutely okay thanks again grantley Ashin. cheers mel thanks take care you too Well, I really hope you enjoyed today's episode and perhaps the story resonated with your own life or reminded you that perhaps you're also settling for second best. I've been helping people from a young age and realising that there is more to life than what they are currently settling for. 
My desire is to give others the love to confidently and respectfully know their value so that they feel joy and are empowered to make a fulfilling difference. If that sounds good to you and you'd like to reach out and connect, you can find me at facebook.com forward slash Mel Clark Coaching. That's Clark with an E. Or instagram.com forward slash Mel Clark Coaching. Enjoy your day.